Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, it's Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com here uh, outside the Imperial Ballroom uh, here on Paradise Island in the Bahamas following Arkansas's 84-79 loss um, to Memphis in the Battle for Atlanta semifinals. Um, yeah, you know, there's a game going on inside here still. Stanford and, and Michigan are playing right now. Um, thought about taking this outside, but it's, it's dark out, and, and I don't think the vibes are right. Uh, right now for us to take this thing uh, to the tropicals, you know, so hopefully Arkansas takes care of business tomorrow on this noon game We're gonna have some sunshine afterwards uh, and, and I got to get out there on this yacht uh, So you guys can see it. So again, uh, hey DM me if you were the yacht owner I'm still trying to get out there uh, but in all seriousness a Frustrating night for Arkansas, you know Memphis listen the Tigers are good. They're they're very good um, I, I thought I thought they played well, Penny's squad, they absolutely earned this victory over Arkansas tonight, but two things can be true. Memphis deserved to win that game, and the Razorbacks did themselves no favors whatsoever with self-inflicted wounds on so many different fronts uh, in this loss. 18 turnovers, a season high, by the Razorbacks that led to 27 of Memphis's 84 points. I mean... That's not winning basketball. You're, you're not gonna win games if you're turning it over 18 times against good teams, especially teams like Memphis uh, that thrive when they're able to get out and transition uh, and fill in the lanes, and they did. Uh, they, they absolutely did that. Three technical fouls on Arkansas. Devo, Trevin Brazil, Layden Blocker, all three got technical fouls in this game. That led to five made free throws for Memphis um, in a game that they won by five points. Uh, so I, I think you can probably connect the dots there um, as to how important those things were, um, I wanted the Hogs to play with edge and toughness and physicality, uh, but not arrogance and, and poor decision making uh, that costs you in close games like this. Uh, I know it's something Eric Musselman lamented on after the game. I'm sure he addressed it heavily uh, with the team post game, uh, but it's definitely something that they've got to clean up because it cost them in this game tonight. Absolutely did. Uh, as did the end of the first half, which was an absolute killer. I tweeted it right at the time. It was brutal for Arkansas. The end of the first half, they fought back. They've got a one-point lead. There's under 30 seconds left. David Jones from Memphis splashes a three from the corner, gets a steal from L. Ellis on, on an ill-advised turnover, and he goes down, promptly buries another three at the buzzer. All of a sudden, Arkansas goes from up one uh, to down five, and they lose momentum going into the half. Uh, that was a killer, and really, that was just a snapshot of the, the, the David Jones game the entire night. He finished with a career-high 36 points. He was 10 of 14 from the field, 12 of 14 from the free throw line. Like Musk said, he kicked Arkansas's butts tonight, did whatever he wanted, uh, whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. Uh, nobody had an answer for him. And, I mean, it's the second night in a row with a jump. Like, does North Carolina have anybody by the last name Jones on their team? I sure as hell hope not. Uh, because Spencer Jones torched Arkansas, uh, you know, when they played Stanford last night for 27 points. David Jones goes for 36 in this game. So somebody let me know if the Tar Heels have a Jones. Uh, hope there's a better plan for him uh, because it's been tough. And it's crazy because Arkansas, you know, kind of the staple of, of Eric Musselman te teams and their game plans are being able to concoct something to shut down the opposing team's best player. Uh, 
and that's been consistent over the last several years, uh, but it's been a problem for Arkansas so far this season. What's going on? Go and it got him. Got him. Yes, Woo Pig. Thank you. We needed that right now. But at the end of the day, uh, it's something they've been struggling with, and, and these games coming up, they're going to be facing other really talented players. They have to be able to contain these guys, uh, but big wings have been giving them a lot of problems here uh, so far. I, you know, I thought Arkansas played hard. I thought they played tough. I thought they played physical, especially considering playing 50 minutes of basketball less than 24 hours before, but they didn't play smart. Uh, and that's what's frustrating in a game like this that was very winnable uh, if you don't, you, you know, if you just stay out of your own way. And, and Arkansas wasn't able to do that uh, in this game. Caleb Battle is good. Arkansas has needed some kind of, uh, of spark. I know you guys hate that word, but they've needed it uh, offensively over the course of the last week here. He had 21 points. Uh, I, I thought he looked solid. Uh, knocked down some threes, was able to get to the free throw line. That, that's great. Devo Davis, welcome to the 1,000-point club. Uh, that's an awesome accomplishment. Four-year player, 1,000 points as a Razorback. That's something he'll be able to carry with him for the rest of his life. Uh, you know, I, I love that. Trevin Brazil, you know, he follows up a 14-point, 17-rebound double-double, um, uh, you know, last night, and, and he has 13 and 10. So back-to-back double-doubles for TB here in this game. Layden Blocker, the freshman, gets his first career start, plays big minutes. I thought he did a great job defensively on Javon Quinterly. I'm not sure he made a shot from the field, Quinterly. Um, that's pretty good for a freshman on a you know a fifth or sixth year senior. Um, and hey, you know, Layden had nine points. I, I thought, again, he was great defensively. He's disruptive. He was active on the glass. Um, looked the part. We said it last night. Was, was last night a, a situation where it was the start of, of a similar emergence that we've seen uh, you know, maybe in the past from a guy like Devo when he was a freshman. Uh, and, and, you know, he doubled down with a strong performance, so we'll see what comes of it. Uh, but there were some promising things there, and that's great. But Arkansas still has a lot of stuff to figure out in their rotation here and not a lot of time to do it. You know, L. Ellis goes from, um, you know, highly praised to, to essentially benched for this team. Well, what the hell happened there? Um, certainly a, a talented guy, and Arkansas needs him. They need production from LLS if they're going to reach. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Some of the goals that they're shooting for this season. Uh, so, so you got to get him going. I don't know what it's going to take. I think right now it's a combination of, of maybe a little bit of a lack of confidence on the, on the defensive end of the floor uh, combined with, you know, some turnover issues that have been cropping up for him. I thought he got off to a pretty good start. He made a great uh, touch pass alley-oop uh, to Makai Mitchell. He had another uh, drop-off pass for an assist. I thought he was passing really well. I think he had three assists before he had a turnover. Uh, but then they started piling up on him a little bit. And that, that one man at, at the end of the first half, that was a tough one for him. So uh, Arkansas is going to have to get that guy to bounce back, especially, listen, you're getting ready to play two ACC teams in, in North Carolina and Duke back-to-back. -back. This is a guy that averaged 18 points per game in the ACC last year, third-leading scorer in that conference last year uh, on a terrible team. Now he's surrounded by better players. Uh, so you got to get some production from him. I don't know what's going on there, but, but hopefully Arkansas can figure it out 
and, and get things working with them a little bit. Jeremiah Davenport, where has he been? Arkansas needs uh, some consistency, a, a, a perimeter shooting threat. Uh, you know, they were stroking it throughout the course of the preseason, the early games on the schedule, but the last two or three games here, uh, they've kind of been back to, you know, old times with that three-point shooting a little bit. Um, who's going to step up and provide some consistency there, uh, or volume for that matter? Jeremiah Davenport is a guy, listen, say what you want about his shooting at the beginning of the year here, uh, but he's made over 200 threes over the course of his career. Uh, that counts. You don't just forget how to shoot a basketball. So whether it's confidence uh, or something going on mechanically, the sooner they can figure it out, the better, uh, because Arkansas needs guys like that to contribute. That's why you go to the portal and get them. Uh, and so far, there's been some inconsistencies there. Uh, Jalen Graham, Arkansas needs him back. Like the, This is not a, a deep team in the front court right now. You never know. Uh, flip a coin on what you're going to get from night to night from, from Makai Mitchell. Uh, Chandler Lawson, I thought, has been playing well lately. He was in a little bit of foul trouble early in this game tonight. Um, but you need Graham because he gives you something different that you don't really have in the post, and that's that, that's a guy who you can throw it down to and, and you know get a, get you a bucket. Uh, so we'll see what's going on there. He's not even on the trip. He's got the back spasms that continue to recur for him. Uh, is he going to be good to go after after staying back and getting some rehab done? Uh, the sooner they can add that piece of death back into the front court, the better for him. Um, I don't know, man. The vibes suck right now. <laughs> they, they just, they do. Um, and, and it's tough to say because I, I thought yesterday was a really gritty win for this team. It's one that wasn't pretty, uh, but sometimes they can kind of catapult you uh, and lead to some more success moving forward. Uh, and to have a little bit of a setback tonight, uh, that's tough. So, you know, the, the vibes are down a little bit. Uh, Muss is obviously ticked off. The players are, are, I'm sure, exhausted. They're ticked off trying to figure out what's going on. Um, you know, that, that, that losing to Memphis is not a bad loss. In the grand scheme of things, Memphis is absolutely a tournament team. They're probably going to win their conference. Um, it's going to be a quad one loss. So it's, it's not going to kill you in the net on a neutral site like that. But uh, what it does is it puts some pressure on you. And there needs to be a lot of sense of urgency uh, for Arkansas to take care of business on Friday because you don't want to go one and two in this tournament. You don't want to go back home four and three, staring down a, a matchup with Duke, uh, followed by another one of those pesky mid-majors in Furman, followed by an Oklahoma team that looks pretty darn good all of a sudden. Uh, this is a tough stretch, so they're gonna have to figure some things out here in a hurry. Uh, North Carolina's good. They blew out Northern Iowa in the first game here. Uh, they were in an absolute battle with Villanova earlier. It was an awesome game, super physical. I thought both teams looked really sharp. Uh, Villanova was able to outlast them in overtime. So, hey, Arkansas had a double overtime game. North Carolina just had an overtime game. It's the third game in three days. It doesn't matter. Both these teams are going to be dog tired. So who's got the heart? Who's got the grit, the toughness to fight it out and scrap out a win? Because it's a huge opportunity for both of these teams uh, who need to get a marquee win for their resume in the non-conference and something to build some momentum off moving forward. Arkansas needs to get this one. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. You just got to find a way. And you also got to believe that they can do it, right? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like if Arkansas all of a sudden beats UNC and, and Duke in back-to-back -back games, everybody forgets about these hiccups that they're having right now, right? Hell, they could lose to North Carolina and beat Duke next week, and everybody will be right back on the wagon. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a talented team. It's a talented team, and I know everybody's freaked out right now, but listen, you're six games into the season. 
Right, it's early and it's okay to have some concerns. It's okay to be frustrated with what's going on. Uh, you wish they were 6-0, and they're 4-2, they got beat at home, they, they should have beat Memphis tonight, whatever. Okay, all those things can be true and that's fine, but don't sell your stock on this team. Don't sell your stock on this guys. You know, if you're, if you're in the, oh, let's, you know, let's fire Musk, cut L. Ellis, bench Devo, uh, Arkansas sucks, train after the last three years where, you know, this team has, has had growing pains and then figured it out every single time with that track record, you can miss me with that. You can miss me with it. They're going to be fine. They just got to take time to figure out what their identity is going to be, who they are as a team, and they'll get rolling. They always do. There's too much talent here. Eric Musselman's too good of a coach. So, yeah, things could have gone a little bit better. Yeah, the vibes are down right now, but they're going to pick it up. Okay? So stay the course a little bit. Uh, let these guys grow, right? Let them grow. Let them evolve. Support them. And tune in tomorrow at noon. It's going to be an early one. You, you can watch a little lunchtime basketball before the, uh, before the Razorback kickoff. Uh, against Missouri. Um, I, what is it? I think it's it's noon for basketball and it was it three o'clock uh, for that Missouri football game. So boom, boom, back to back. Maybe Arkansas can get a pair of wins and, and send everybody into uh, into the weekend feeling really good about themselves. So uh, a frustrating result tonight. A lot of things for this group to work on. Stay the course, relax a little bit. Shake. We, we got to be just like the like the team, right? You got to shake off the bad vibes from tonight. Wake up tomorrow rejuvenated, looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be an awesome game. I mean, Arkansas and North Carolina, there's a lot of history there. Uh, it's a blue blood, pro, uh, blue blood program, and there's a lot of you know opportunity uh, for the Razorbacks to pick up a big win in a game like this. It should be a lot of fun. A lot of eyes are going to be on it, and they can earn some respect and get out of here. Listen, you come to a tournament like this, and you walk out 2-1, and one, you got to feel pretty good about yourself. Uh, they've got the chance to do that. Just got to stay out of their own way a little bit, grind one out. We'll see if they can do it tomorrow, and I'll be back to talk to you about it. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hawksports.com. We'll see you tomorrow.